first thing she did was required me to write a daily gratitude list. Um, something I, I came to call my grats. That's what I'll call it today. I had to write my grats. I had to write them every day. I had to write them. I had to email them to her and email them to this whole group of people that she was in an email group with um, every day. And she said, if you want me to be your sponsor, this is not negotiable. And also you have to start it today. That's a condition of me starting. Today. First grat list today. So... Um, I did. And so my first grat list was appropriately, I looked back, I like had to dig for it this week and I have Yahoo Mail, you know, that goes back to 1999. Um, And I still have it, my first grat list. So it was on Independence Day, July 4th, 2007. So I sat down that afternoon and here's what I wrote. Hey everyone, thanks for welcoming me. I am grateful for getting a sponsor today. Very big deal. It has felt like something I couldn't move forward on And then suddenly I knew it was time. A day off work. A chance to get my house back in order. Quiet time with a friend I don't see enough of. Lunch that I didn't have to make. Time to sit on the couch with my son and catch up and see him genuinely interested in what I had to share. My daughter's impending visit. Not falling apart about the fact that my addicted loved one said he was gonna spend the day with me it would have been the first time I'd seen him since late April and then he didn't show up or call am I sad oh yeah but is the world ending happily not a chance to take a nap be blessed today all so writing grats is something I had heard about way before this like 10 years before it Oprah had told everybody what a good idea it was to keep a gratitude journal And I had tried several times to start writing grats, um, and I just always fell off the practice like in like three days or something, you know, maybe like five days when I did it really well. Um, And so the way my sponsor helped me not to fall off this time um, was adding me to that email group uh, that she was in for writing and sharing grats. So there were like a hundred people in this group, all working various different 12-step programs, um, and they shared their grats there on a regular basis. So the first way that that helped me was it took my grat writing thing from a thing that, you know, I think, I should do that. How long is your list of things you think you should do? Mine is super long that I don't do at all. Um, And it went to an assignment being checked by my sponsor daily. And I am the student who would rather die than not turn in an assignment, okay? I can't. I can't not turn in an assignment. So, you know, it kept me on task. And the other way it helped was just the responsiveness of the rest of the group. Because you might think that people in a group like that would just email their grat list and then get on with their day but that's not what they did so you know we read each other's lists we responded to them we commiserated you know we sent words of encouragement and prayer um, and we said this thing that 12-step people say all the time keep coming back it works if you work it it's true about church too um, and over time I've used a whole bunch of the tools of the 12-step community you know I've gone to meetings I've done studies, I've worked the steps, I, you know, read the little daily readings books. Um, but writing a daily grat list was maybe the most powerful of all those tools, really, if I look at the effect of it over time in my life. Guys, it changed my life. It transformed from this daily assignment uh, to a razor-sharp tool in my hand that I could pick up 
when I was in distress, um, when I was depressed, when I was afraid, when I was confused, or, you know, when I was falling back into obsessing over how, over the well-being of someone that, you know, their daily decisions I truly could not control. I had zero control over them. So I could pick up the tool, the grat list, and just swing it hard. And it was effective every single time. Now, more than once, I got up in the middle of the night and moved from crying in my bed to writing a grat list and, you know, sending my blessings out to the people on the gratitude list. You sleep better with a belly full of gratitude than with a heart full of uh, regrets and resentments. You just sleep better. More than once I stopped in the middle of a crazy day at work because not only did I have this addict situation going on, I also worked in a really, really dysfunctional office. Um, So I'd stop in the middle of a crazy day and I'd be like on the verge of tears from the stuff that was happening and I would just get on my computer and just hammer out a grat list right there at work. And it helped me remember that those toxic interactions uh, all around me and coming at me, they weren't my whole life. And it set my eyes back on the God who was carrying me through. Um, And it reminded me that with the Holy Spirit, I had everything I needed to survive the office battles. It didn't feel like it a lot of days. During that desperate passage, I got up every morning and I wrote my grats before I showered, before I dressed, before I ate. I just walked from my bed to my computer, bedhead and all, and wrote the grat list. Um, And... That gratitude practice quickly, it just became a prayer, okay? It was not an assignment anymore. It was a prayer. It was God and I having a conversation about my life. Um, And it was this great way to take yesterday and just, you know, run it through the strainer and pull all the good things out of it and hold on to those and then just fold yesterday up and put it back here where it belongs and move on. And, you know, with the Holy Spirit involved in that process, it was shocking the things that I came across, you know, to be grateful for and to notice. Um, And so it was a strong reminder that if God carried me through yesterday, no matter what that looked like, then he was probably going to carry me through today. And he might even surprise me with good things along the way. And, this is important, it kept me watching all day, because every day I know i got to write a grant list tomorrow when I wake up, right? So every day, all day, I'm watching for reasons to be grateful. So I'm tuned into the gratitude channel of my life, no matter how sideways things were going. And that was really powerful. So the daily practice developed what I call my gratitude muscle. I have a great image. Gratitude muscle is not my term. It's all over the Internet. There we go. Muscle! I have never had a body like that, but the gratitude muscle can feel that strong, you know, that you got that kind of, yeah, like that. It's perfect. So because my gratitude muscle was so strong, um, then hammering out a second grat list in the middle of a crazy work day or in the darkest part of a lonely night, um, it was second nature because that muscle was strong, you know, it was easy to write that. Um, And it was because I did the reps. Um, my gratitude muscle was strong. It changed my life. It changed my personality, literally. It rewired my brain. Um, it changed my emotional stamina. It changed my social equilibrium, even in a moment. Um, it changed my faith. And it definitely changed my relationships. So today, I'm still writing grats. Um, 12, day, 12 
days, 12 years after I started. And most of that initial group of 100 have fallen away because no, um, almost nobody stays with anything forever. Um, but there's still a couple of them there. Um, and I've watched and listened, and when I see people that I think might want to be interested, I invite them in. And so today I have about 20 grat list friends that I communicate with. And, you know, for a whole lot of years, when change was just constant, you know, change was like breathing, everything was getting changed, um, and life felt like it was just way up over my head pretty much all the time, I did at least one grat list per day, every day. And these days I'm in a much easier part of the journey. I feel like I'm not as being as aggressively recrafted by God as I was then. Um, and I get gaps between my grabs, grats sometimes. I take it for granted. And sometimes they're like little short grabs, and sometimes they are long gaps. Um, but I always come back to do them again um, sooner or later because I understand this. I would not be who I was, who I am. Uh, I would not be where I am. I would not have what I have if I had not used the heart-changing, mind-changing, life-changing tool that is intentional daily gratitude. So today my grats are super long. Um, they're like essays. So I love story. I think story is everything. And so I add story a lot to my grats, both for the benefit of the people reading and also just because I'm going to go back and reread these later and I'll understand what I was talking about better if I add some story in there, right? And that is a delicious process, going back and rereading re old grats. So I include all the detail and the angst and the frustration and the anger and the aha moments and confessions and jokes and little points from the backstory and congratulating myself on my growth and cheerleading for Jesus and so much more. So my grats are delicious. A decade after I started writing Gratz, I had this friend, she's still my friend, who implied to me that, you know, I'm just a naturally sunny person, uh, you know, that I would accept a poop sandwich gladly and say thank you for it. Uh, and it is true that I am wired more naturally toward positive and happy than not. Like, anger and strife wear me out. I just can't even. Almost instantly, anger and strife just make me too tired to function. And so I am wired more toward happy than unhappy. Um, and if you know me, maybe that's what you're thinking as I go on and on and on about how great gratitude is. You're just like, oh, Karen, I know you. You see the best in everyone and everything. It's just how you are. And I know people think that because a lot of people say that to me. A lot. Um, and maybe you're thinking, you're just wired differently than me. Um, your circumstances are just a whole lot worse than anything I've ever come across. Um, and maybe you think I'm really overstating the value of gratitude. Um, you know, that only a few weirdos like me would get this excited about being grateful. And I will confess I am a weirdo. Okay? That's fine. Um, but my point today is that while certainly there are some of us who are more positive due to, you know, our personality type, or our upbringing, or our circumstances in general, all of us can and should grow in gratitude. Um, a strong gratitude muscle is a life changer, but it won't be strong unless you build it. Okay, You don't come with an automatically strong gratitude muscle. So today I'm going to share with you about how to do that, but first let's pray. Father, thank you so much uh, for your presence here. Thank you so much for your love for each and every one of us. 
And thank you for the invitation that you extend to us to draw near to you in so many different ways. And gratitude is just one of them. I just ask that you would speak to every heart and that you would keep me out of your way while I'm talking. Lord, come and say what you want to say to each of us in this time. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so you can probably guess by looking at me, I am not a professional bodybuilder. No one in the room is surprised about that, right? Um, I never have been, but for a few years back in the day, I worked at a YMCA front desk, so I got like the discount, and so I worked with a personal trainer in the weight room over a period of time, and I saw some really remarkable changes. So I know a little bit, okay, about bodybuilding, just enough to use it for today's lesson with a little review on Google. Um, so, um, the building of your gratitude muscle has a lot in common with the building of your biceps, triceps, and quadriceps. Kind of the same principle. So that's how we're going to look at it today. Let's get to it. So first of all, build your gratitude muscle by feeding it well. So bodybuilders know that you cannot build an amazing body on a diet of Mountain, Do Mountain Dew and Cheetos and, you know... Oreos, Fritos, right? That will not build an amazing bodybuilder body. Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 through 18 says this to us. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. And always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. I'm just going to read that part again. Let the message about Christ in all its richness, fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So we get to choose what we fill our hearts and minds with. It's a choice we have every day. So we can feed on negative conversations. I've done that. We can dwell on thoughts about what we don't have. We can obsess about the next thing we want. And we can fill the air with the sound of our complaint. This is an option available to us, right? Or we can fill up on the message about Christ, as the scripture says. We can feed on the wisdom he gives. Uh, we can sing songs about God's goodness. The choice is available to us, either approach feeds us something. It feeds our gratitude muscle something. So feed your gratitude muscle with good things. Secondly, build your gratitude muscle with constant repetition. So a bodybuilder knows that they have to do a certain number of reps um, on each weight, right? That's key to the process. And if you're building a gratitude muscle, you need regular reps of intentional, scheduled, expressed grats. Not just being thankful when you happen to think of it. You don't think of it that much, guys. If you don't schedule it, you're not going to be that grateful. You won't. And so 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. In other words, do your grats all the time, not just when you feel them. So do your grats when your heart is full and do them when your heart feels like a wasteland. Do them when you're excited. And do them when you're bored. Build your gratitude muscle with regular reps. 
Third, build your gratitude muscle by pushing past the easy lift. So a thing that bodybuilders know is you can't just keep lifting the same amount of weight over and over if you want to build your muscle. You have to keep lifting heavier and heavier and heavier things um, to grow those muscles. And if you want to build your gratitude muscle, it's kind of the same. You have to be grateful in hard things. So Habakkuk which is a book in the Old Testament of the Bible. Um, chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, models this beautifully. as one of my very favorite parts of the Bible. It says this. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. Isn't that great? So you know who can still be grateful when pretty much everything goes wrong, goes sideways, and makes no sense? People who have built their gratitude muscle, who already have the habit. So do your grats when you have so many reasons uh, that it's hard. Oh, how am I just going to pick five? Do them then, but also do them like when your first thought, or let's face it, when your first 10 thoughts about this are, there is nothing to be grateful for right now. Do them especially then. Even in the darkest times, there are reasons to be grateful. So push past the easy lift if you want to grow your gratitude muscle. Fourth, build your gratitude muscle by protecting it from damage. So a bodybuilder understands that Proper lifting technique is crucial um, to avoid injury. And you have to avoid injuries. Because if you get injured, then you get sidelined from the weight room. And if you get sidelined from the weight room, then you lose more muscle, right, while you're recovering. So sloppy lifting is a truly dangerous thing for a weightlifter because it's just going to set you all the way back. So in the, in the same way, if you're building your gratitude muscle, you have to avoid what will damage your attitude. So 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 tell us this. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Now, does that mean we have to retreat into the holy bubble and, you know, not sully ourselves by contact with people who struggle? Not really. Um, but what we do need to do is, you know, we have to be ambassadors for Christ. That's important. But if we surround ourselves only with people who fit these categories that I just read, um, then what is going to happen is we're going to become more like them, not them become more like us. So... Um, you know, you want to spend real time, invest real time with people who know God, who love God, and who walk with God in a way that you want to. Um, and if you don't, you're in danger of uh, da damaging that gratitude muscle and wandering far away from God. And that'll be bad for you, and it'll be bad for all the people you could have reached if you hadn't just fallen away like that. 
Five, build your gratitude muscle by getting appropriate rest. A bodybuilder understands this. Rest is an important part of building muscle. I didn't, you know, I didn't even know that from when I did my training. I was reading up and you're supposed to get X number of hours per sleep and you're like literally giving away muscle if you don't get enough rest. Um, and so as we work to build our gratitude muscle, we have to find a place of rest. So Psalm 62 verse 5 tells us, let all that I am wait quietly before God for my hope is in him. And if that sounds familiar to you, you might have been listening when Leigh was teaching recently. Maybe you were listening. Um, our souls need rest. We learned that, right? We get that rest when we wait before God rather than trying to handle all things under our own power as if we were God. And so if you're not getting both physical rest and also spiritual rest in God, then your grats are pretty soon going to take on a false note. Number six, build your gratitude muscle with a workout partner. Bodybuilders often work out with a partner. It helps like for consistency and for accountability, and it ensures that there's someone there to act as a spotter um, when it's time to lift the really heavy stuff that might not be as safe, right? Sharing your grats with uh, another person, it helps you with consistency and accountability like that. And here's the thing, as you share over time, then you form this bond with a person. They know your stuff. Okay? They know your history. They know your stuff. So then when you get in a bad spot to get help and support and advice, you don't have to spend a two-hour session with them like, okay, so here's the backstory. I have this wound from when I was seven years old and I was abused and then I've been in this relationship for the last five years and then he did this thing and then something happened at work and now that's all, come, you know, and it's like two hours of doing the backstory and letting them sort through it and try to figure out, like, how can I help? If you've been doing grats with people on a regular basis, they know your stuff. You have the short language, okay? You say the thing, and they immediately know, oh, this is her thing. Okay, I know what to pray about that. So build with a body, with a uh, partner. It's possible, whoops, I just am skipping to the next part. So um, despite what many of us introverts have supposed, and I am one of those, and I used to think this, okay? Um, walking with Jesus is not supposed to be a solitary journey. It's just not. Um, so get a workout partner. Seven, build your gratitude muscle without artificial enhancements. So some bodybuilders and other athletes fall into the temptation of doping, right, to build muscle. And this comes with consequences for them to their health, and it also disqualifies them for competition. Healthy bodybuilders know how to build up without doing that and without causing long, the long-term damage that can come with it. So when we're working to build our gratitude muscle, it's really important to stay real and natural. So pretending to be glad to be experiencing something that feels like a curse, um, it doesn't fool other people, and it doesn't do good work in your heart or mind. Like, I have arthritis in my feet, and I can say a lot of grateful things around that, but I don't ever be like, God gave me arthritis. You know, nobody would believe that, you know? So it's possible to be real about your pain and your frustration and your discouragement and to be grateful at the same time. When we tell ourselves and tell carefully selected other people um, the truth about our struggle, then we learn to deal with life on life's own terms. Um, and our gratitude is a beautiful and life-giving thing in the midst. And it's not just some off-key note pretending to be a song. 
if being real about how bad you feel seems like, you know, I don't think God would approve of that. I don't think God likes it when you say how bad you feel about something. I would ask you to spend some time in the Psalms in the next year. So watch the psalmist squirm at the misery um, of his circumstances and just dive headfirst into hopelessness. It's there. Watch the psalmist try to demand that God do horrifying things to other people. You know, dash their babies' heads against the rocks. It's in there. Okay? Watch the psalmist question God for seeming to have deserted him. Where are you? Why have you deserted me? It's all in there. Um, And if God didn't want us to deal honestly with the yuck of our reaction to life, I just feel like he would have just arranged for the psalms to get lost. Right? And instead of letting them be here, like one of the biggest sections in the whole Bible is this place where you can go and just see people being like, God, why? You know? Um, So just go ahead and be real. So let's do a quick review of those points. Build your gratitude by muscle by feeding it well. Build your gratitude muscle with a constant repetition. Build your gratitude muscle by pushing past the easy lift. Build your gratitude muscle by protecting it from damage. Build your gratitude muscle by getting appropriate rest. Build your gratitude muscle with a workout partner and build your gratitude muscle without artificial enhancements. Now, just to be clear, along the way you're going to get it wrong. Um, You're going to fall off into a funk and just start ranting about stuff instead of thanking. I still do. Uh, So just dust yourself off and believe that God's mercies are new every morning when that happens. It's not the end of your gratitude journey. Just start over. You're going to miss days and even weeks, maybe months, of grads. Um, Just pick them up. Start again. They're not over just because you stopped for a while. You're going to get lazy and you're just going to say easy things. I'm thankful for my home and family. Um, dig in and push past the easy lift. And you're going to let other people's bad attitudes infect you. So when that happens, just wake up and, you know, go the other way. And you're going to forget that you're not God, because we all do, all the time. We forget that we're not God. And then you're going to take on weights that you were never designed to carry, and you're going to become bitter or exhausted. So when you do, and you realize it, set it down and rest in God. You're going to think that you don't need other people to do this thing. So just bypass that impulse, okay? And choose the wisdom of fellowship. Get a partner. And you're going to try to fake your way through a hard spot, because haven't we all? Um, And then you're going to feel like an imposter or maybe a Pharisee. So just push through the fear and tell the truth about the struggle in the middle of it to someone who can be trusted with that truth. Here's the thing. If you wait for a crisis and then try gratitude to dig your way out, it's going to be like somebody who has never even walked into a weight room showing up for the Olympics for bodybuilder and hoping to win. You know, your gratitude muscle is going to be weak and flabby and ineffective and it will not be a tool to help you get through the crisis. And then you're just going to think all that gratitude stuff Karen said, I knew it was BS. I knew it was. Okay, your gratitude muscle is only strong if you build it. Um, So build it. If you don't have a regular practice of expressing and recording your gratitude, start. 
like not just pausing for a moment to think about it, okay? Because if you say, oh yeah, I'm grateful, you know, I pause every day a little bit to think about how grateful I am. Here's what you'll do. You'll do that for 10 seconds twice a week and you'll tell yourself you're doing it for 10 minutes every day. Because we do. Um, Do it purposely. You know, you can do it all different ways. You can use the app that Lee uses. Okay, that works. You can buy a nice, if you're into journals, buy a fancy journal you love. Do it in there. If you need to save money, buy one of those little cheap notebooks that you can get at the dollar store for less than a dollar that you can put in your pocket that size and write them in there. Okay, agree with a friend that you're going to exchange grats by by email. Um, Write short grats. Write long grats. Write lists that are just like bullet points, you know. Three words, three words, ten words, five words. Um, uh, or, you know, write stories and essays. Or do a mix. The main thing is make a commitment to do it and don't just do it when you feel like it. So my question to you today is, and while I'm asking you these questions, Gary, will you make sure that anybody who doesn't have a bulletin has one? Because we're going to do a thing in just a minute. So you need a bulletin. Here are my questions to, do, to you today. Have you been building your gratitude muscle? Have you made a daily practice of stopping to notice and acknowledge God's goodness toward you? You're not lucky. God's goodness toward you. Do you need to start doing grats? Do you need to be more intentional in your grats? Do you need to add accountability to your grats? Are you feeding yourself things of God that push you toward gratitude? Or people who notice the poop and not the pony? Uh, are you finding a way to be grateful even when life goes sideways? A lot of people here have had life go sideways, I know. Are you being real with your journey along the way? Or are you just trying to pretend it's all fabulous and choking on the yuck of life and fooling yourself into thinking that people believe you because you're faking it? People are nice. They won't tell you they know you're faking, but they do. Um... So as we're going to have the worship team come and the prayer team are going to take their places, um, but we're going to take a moment to practice this. So at the bottom of your bulletin, there's a space. There are pens in the baskets at the end of the aisles. If you need a pen, you need a pen, okay? If you didn't bring a pen, they're in the baskets. You need a pen or a pencil. Um, We're going to practice. So I'm asking you to write down a thing or two that you're grateful for. And please don't just do easy Sunday school answers. Don't just write cliches. Maybe ask God, what could I write down? And my challenge to you would be, think about a way you've grown lately. Um, Think about a way you've surprised yourself recently. Think about a good change you've noticed in your habits. Um, Think about a thing you've been taking for granted, but when you really look at it, it's amazing. Think about those things. So I'm going to give you about a minute. Please write something down and then we'll pray and close.